The idea of this podcast is simple, discipleship. We want to bring the gospel message about how to interact with your coworkers, your culture, your friends, everyone around you in a biblical way, which is, in essence, discipleship. What did Jesus do when he came to this earth? He took the devil's stuff. The Bible actually teaches that the world is becoming increasingly covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. That should change everything in the mind of a Christian. Instead of thinking about all the ways society is failing, we should think about all the ways society must be, as Psalm 1101 tells us, put underneath the feet of Jesus in victory. The Rebel Podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. Merry Christmas. Oh, holy night. I was going to sing. Do you guys want me to sing? No singing. Right? I do want you to sing. Oh, holy night. <laughs> That's not real singing. You're just, you're yeah, just having just fun. Like, I am just having fun. Garage Mahal, Wetsy, AJ, Air Jordan, Jordan. I don't know. What J-Man. Else. J-Man. How many other nicknames do we have for this guy yet? I, don't know. I used to be Hair. The one that, the that one was because I, I had a giant afro, as you, we were just discussing a minute ago. The the thumbnail, this needs to be his license picture. Oh, dude. Unbelievable. Yes. He looks like Toadstool. <laughs> and I just said that on the on air. I'm sorry about that, buddy. It was a, um, it was a bad picture. <laughs> I have no good pictures, so I'm yeah. fine with that. Um, I actually have one good picture. It's from your wedding. So I'm pointing at Nate now. Now that I have yeah, to, That's good radio. And it's me putting on a tie. and the like, Oh, that is a good picture. And I was like, that's yeah. the only good picture I've ever taken yeah. in my entire life. Every yeah, other one say, that looks like I would like say I'm, you're a more handsome man than pictures often give you credit for. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're not. That, that's my way of saying you're not photogenic. But see, I, I said it in a positive way. You are yeah. more handsome than pictures. Yeah, I have this for. thing with pictures where, you know, the episode of Friends where Chandler can't <laughs> smile. Yeah, you get that. That like, is like 100% <laughs> that's me. That's all my yeah, kids. So if you look at all of my pictures, I'm not showing teeth because I will look like Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler Big. Yeah. Um, true story about a hilarious picture that was just taken and somebody posted on Facebook so you can find this. Oh. It's the picture of us at the Church of War conference where we got a picture with Gabe. And I didn't realize Gabe is like Huge. six foot four. Yeah. Yeah. And so like me and you were standing behind him. and But you're a tall dude. And so like you don't look like awkwardly tight. And then there's like you two, tall, thin, handsome. And then there's me and it looks like a turtle beside them. Like, no, no, no. Like, you know what it looks like? It looks like Legolas, Aragorn, and Gimli. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I'm now, obviously try, Aragorn. I was going to say, like, <laughs> like, say. Like, yeah. uh, Jordan's Legolas then? Yeah. Is it? yeah. yeah. It is true. I'm, I'm not built for uh, <laughs> like sprints. I'm built for like short distances. It's, it's key. Uh, anyway. And Jordan would kill a lot more orcs in a fight, I think. Like you decimate the ones that got to you. I just feel like his reach would be... Low. You know, like that's one of those ongoing things. He's that only I ever they been in one really fight well. in his entire life. I've been oh, in really? hundred. I've been in one fake fight. Oh. Yeah, just one fake fight. We were making oh. fun of two guys who were having a fight, so then my buddy decided to punch me, and I hit him back, and that was it. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. That's unbelievable. I've been I, in a I'm, lot of fights. I'm, but. Sh- I'm sh- Well, we say a lot of things that people want, want to hit us for. I think Jordan's just <laughs> yeah, been really nice right. in his life, right? right? Like, um, that's so. fair. I'm shocked we haven't gotten a fight through the series, to be honest with you. That's like, a good point. That's um, a good point. By the way, you're P-Nate. I'm Pootie. 
Graj Mahal is where we are. Yeah. I, I realized we didn't even finish that. We were talking yeah, about so we, This is actually just a, a special episode. We're not going to be here long. It's going to be a fairly short episode. And full disclosure, you're listening to this on the 27th, and it's not Christmas yet when we're recording. We're just putting this out because we wanted to make sure that we had something. So we're trying to get back into the, the regularity of, of scheduled podcasts. We have plans for lots more content and bringing back videos and all kinds of stuff. But first, we need you to trust us when we say that we're back and regular content's a thing again. So we've been as regular as we have been th- in a long time. In a long time. And also, can I just point out that you have an idea for this talk that we're about to have that I you, haven't, said, even, you yeah. haven't even shared with us before? No, no, no. Like, I literally, I was just like, I have an idea. Because we do. We need something to come out on the 27th, which is when you're listening to this. It's not Christmas yet, but we don't want to be recording over Christmas. And we need to give Dave some time to edit because dude does all the work around here. <laughs> so um, unpaid. Here's my idea. Don't say that too loud. You might get ideas. <laughs> um, okay, so here's my idea. I would say all of us love Christmas. We're all like big Christmas fans, yes. which is something you actually don't get. Like a, a little while ago, I preached. Uh, yeah, Dave's a little bit of a Scrooge. <laughs> Dave, yeah. I don't know if you heard it. He was like, bah humbug. Yeah, he's a bit of a Scrooge. But for the three guys with microphones in front of their mouths, we love Christmas. <laughs> of course, Dave has the power of editing, so we'll see what, what comes out of this. But a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about Christmas. I said some stuff about Christmas trees from the pulpit. And I was shocked at how many people like are not into Christmas. And obviously, like a, a church like ours, it attracts a certain kind of person. And there's lots of people who come who read the Puritans. The Puritans did not celebrate Christmas. No, Calvin was <laughs> anti-Christmas. I know. Which is why from Mission Aware, you can get the Bah Humbug John Calvin Christmas you, shirt. You know, I've ordered that shirt twice. And then both times it's got stopped at the border and sent back. It's super hard to ship up to Canada. I don't understand. I just have an order at the border not to let it in because I want to be the one with the best Christmas sweater <laughs> <laughs> at the church. That's what it is. Because I have my, uh, my Spurgeon Christmas sweater, which is uh, dynamite. Anyway, so basically, I just want to have a quick chat. Obviously, we haven't celebrated with our families yet, but let's talk about Christmas traditions. What kind of Christmas is for you guys? Like, what's your kind of tradition at home or whatever? And then let's just talk about why people should celebrate Christmas. And I get it. You're listening to this on the 27th, which maybe we're convincing you for the following year. Let's build a theology of big Christmas celebrations, because I think that there is a good one. So first of all, Jordan, you're the newest guy here. So what does your family do for Christmas? Some people might think this is crazy, or we had a few years ago when we first got married, I think we had like seven or eight Christmas things in a two or three, in like a three day period. It was nuts. It was like lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, breakfast. It was just, it was too much. So we actually made the decision, uh, my wife and I, to actually leave Christmas Day untouched. Yep. No one, family, like, just we have guys. told family, yep. if you plan something, we will not come. And so for us, Christmas Day is just us, now our kids, yep. which is amazing. So it's actually a day of rest because we just found that it was becoming way too commercial almost. It's like, yeah, we love family, but I don't need to go to my wife's uncle's cousin's Christmas party. Yep. I'm like, sure he's a lovely fellow. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's, I just, I, oh, Ned. Right. I, I just don't really care to do that. And I would rather be able to sit at home. Our kids, we give them gifts, play with the gifts, watch movies. I make cinnamon buns. That's kind of like a thing that we do every year is I make fresh homemade cinnamon buns. Um, and you and I just get the cinnabons like, uh, yeah. That, that's like suckers. I order them in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Everything from scratch. Attaboy. Everything from yeah. scratch. For um, those of you who don't know, because we don't let Jordan talk as much as we should on this, because he actually has a lot of wise things to say. And here I am talking for him. 
But uh, Jordan's actually a, a phenomenal cook and a phenomenal baker. He's a bread making yeah. enthusiast yes. and, and everything from scratch. So there yeah, you go. I'm passionate about pizza. So if you want to talk that pizza, whether it's Chicago, Detroit, Neapolitan, whatever it is. You did a great job when we had the church barbecue. We had like 80 people at your house and you had like the three grills going <laughs> with the burgers. I was like, dude's prompt. Like, yeah, he knows his stuff. Yeah. He no. takes food seriously. Yeah. So that's like a thing for us too. So like we also want as our family meal, we want Christmas Day to be fun, to be that kind of like feasting celebration, even if it is just with our family. So we've gotten into that habit. Last year was the first year and it's becoming our tradition of doing prime rib. So we buy a prime Ooh, rib roast nice. and we always do it. It's usually once a year it goes on sale at Superstore in town. So I buy it. It's frozen right now. But it's just like, it's something different and it's like delicious. If you haven't had prime rib, like you should. it is delicious. Best meat cut, I think, in the world. I, I'm the guy who, when I go to the keg or when I go to a, like a steakhouse, I don't actually get steak. I get prime rib because I'm like, I can make steak at my house, 100%. but I can't make prime yes. rib. Yeah. So that's what I do. So that's kind of like for us, the Christmas day. And I have some traditions that when I was growing up every Christmas Eve, I would always watch the original Christmas Carol with my dad. Oh, I love it. That See, was, Christmas Carol is my favorite Christmas yes. movie. But those are the kind of traditions that I, I love to hear. Be like, oh, I watch this every year. Yeah, and that was just like a thing. My dad, because he watched it with his dad. So oh, he passed go. that down to me. So now I do it. Now our kids are a bit young. They're, it's black and white. They're kind of scary because I go like yep. OG, right? Yeah, yeah, like yep. watch the original one. Yeah, I don't see colors. Do, um, do you watch like the Muppets one with them? We watch it. Yep. I try to watch every good yep. version of A Christmas Carol over the Christmas yep. season. It's my favorite Christmas story. Yeah. So we that's that's Other kind of us. the birth of Jesus. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we also have a, I, like my wife and I, we love Christmas movies. So I have some like guilty pleasure Christmas movies that I just love. Like, Hit me. Uh, one is oh um, Home Alone. Well, Home Alone, um, Jingle All the Way. Oh, he has Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was Turbo good. Man. I don't think yeah, I've ever seen that. I what? love it. Oh, dude, you it is see so it. like it's, it's Turbo Man, or yeah, it's like right. it's Turbo it's Time. Turbo time. Yeah, love yeah, it. That's right. Yeah, so like that's one that I, I just adore. He's putting up my star yeah. on my tree <laughs> on with my family on Christmas. Yeah, so good. So like that stuff like that we just love, and then just yeah, hanging out with the kids, and then we do family stuff around Christmas, but it actually has made Christmas Day awesome. We sleep in, the kids get their time in the morning, they can watch their shows, we have a great breakfast, we have a great dinner, we sit around. It's actually something to be excited about, not something to be dreading, almost, nice. which we found that that's kind of what it was becoming. It, so, yeah, when you're yeah. dragged all over. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys, Pooty? Uh, Chris? <laughs> Elder P? We don't have, like, specific traditions that we do, like, this happens every... Because, like... You guys um, do, like, the Cinnabons... That's even a recent thing. Oh. Um, like Heather, when she grew up, like they had a lot of traditions that was like Kringle in the morning. And yeah, we don't have kids ourselves. So like our Christmas morning is really chill. Like it's just we exchange gifts, whatever. We, so we do our stockings and all that, all that stuff. I don't know who's hosting Christmas for the family or whatever. Like we don't do the thing where we just stay home by ourselves all day. I wouldn't say there's something specific we do every year that's the same every year. But we kind of do like, oh, there's like the family thing is what we're going to do around Christmas though. We have a lot of like traditions. Like, so I watch Die Hard yep. because that's a Christmas movie. It is. I will fight you on if you disagree. I'm not a big Christmas movie watcher, but like Heather, November 11th, it begins and it's like, it's not Christmas until Elf has been watched. Yeah. Home Alone yeah. 1, Home Alone 2, every Hallmark movie that is, exists <laughs> under the sun, Christmas Vacation, yeah. name it, like Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, Miracle on like, 34th Street's a great one. 
Quinn actually loves that one. We we started watching the newer one. Like it's not super new. I think it was made in like the 90s or whatever of uh, Miracle on 34th, not the original, but that one's really good. So I wouldn't say we have like a specific tradition that we do, but we celebrate Christmas hard. We go all out. Like house is decorated, like not like National Lampoons or anything, but I mean like... <laughs> We don't do that for any other holiday. It's not right. like I put out Halloween stuff or anything like, like right. but like I put lights outside. The Christmas tree's up on November 11th at the latest. Yeah. The lights are on all day. Like Christmas music's on in the house. We're trying to see people have food. And we've also taken in like part of like, uh, you know, we're a church family. It's just like we, we started implementing this the last couple of years where it's like, well, there's a lot of people who are in our situation in, in yeah. the church that don't have kids at home or exactly so we were like okay we opened our home and just had a whole bunch of people over to have a christmas morning just those kind of like things so i think the premise for us is that we just try to celebrate it well if that makes sense yourself yeah so a a lot of ours are the same though so yeah they are we were kind of the same in that we don't didn't like traveling around and like leaving the home especially because like the kids are at the age where everything they open up needs to be put together and then they want to play with it and all that kind of stuff. So like, there's nothing that's a worse buzzkill for the kids is like, Oh, here are your gifts. Now like, like go get changed so we can go over to grandpa's or whatever. So we just make it like, we're the place to be right. So like Chris and Heather always pop in and you know, other family. And, and so we just make it so that people come to us. And so like the kids, if they would just want to play with their toys and it's very much like we're inviting over family where it's like, when Chris comes to my house, I don't feel like I have to entertain him. He can just go into the fridge himself. He can get what he needs. I don't have to like spend any time with him if I, you know, so if I'm just playing with the kids and playing with their toys, Chris will join in and play with the kids and play with their toys and stuff. So the kids very much are like, we're all here together and our kids love seeing like the extended family and everything. So we do all that. We do, we always do big meals. We host our small group with Christmas stuff, uh, not on Christmas Day, but the same sort of thing. Like we just always have Christmas music playing in the house in the month of December, like just always to the point where I get sick of I, the Sidewalk Prophets uh, Christmas album is like one of my favorite, one of my favorites. But I, you do get sick of it because of how much it plays throughout Christmas. You're happy for the 26th to come around when, you know, around, the, you know, this time when we're recording, it starts to get a little bit like, oh, OK, yeah, I can be done with this soon. But yeah, so <clears throat> same sort of thing. We just eat a lot. We're pretty strict with the kids generally in terms of like screen time, in terms of like candy and, and sugar and all that kind of stuff. So like Christmas is that sort of like it's the day when they we're not counting how many chocolates they eat. We're not counting how much screen time they have, all that. Like it's just those kinds of little things where they just know like we just get to have fun, but it's all family time. Like you don't go off and Judah doesn't get to go off and watch Ninja Turtles on his own. Like it's it's everything we do is stuff we're watching together. We're playing together. We're eating together. We're singing together. We're all that kind of stuff. So. Our thing is we always wake up, we go downstairs and read the Christmas story together and then uh, open up the stockings and then we have breakfast together and then we open up gifts after that. So we kind of try to spread it out throughout the day. So it's not just like a flurry of opening gifts in the morning and then it's all done. It's like read the Christmas story, then stockings, then breakfast, then, you know, this year will be a little different. We have church, which is awesome. Like looking forward to having the church family and and, uh, even the kids, like that's good for them. It's like we're going to open up stockings and we're going to go to church. And we're not going to open up the rest of the gifts until we get home from church. And like, so it'd be good for them. Like our kids are quite young. So just that reminding them that, no, this is the most Mm -hmm. important thing. So, yeah. yeah. So if you're going to a church that's not open on Christmas day, that's not good. Yeah. My biggest thing for that is, and I saw several churches that basically said, and some of them are churches that are fairly like-minded and and have friends of mine who are pastoring them and stuff. So I, I, I won't be too insulting, but I will just say, when you put out the ad that says like, spend time with your family, you know, services canceled, spend time with your family. 
you're just saying church is not family, and that's just not what the New Testament says. And what about all the people who don't? Like, yeah, like who, not even just that don't have family, but maybe their family lives in the U.S. Or I mean, like yeah, or like maybe their family stopped seeing them through COVID, or maybe their family, like you know, like there's just so much there. Like maybe when Jesus said he didn't come to bring peace but a sword to divide father against son and mother against daughter, like maybe that's the experience of somebody who's embraced the gospel and bowed the knee to King Jesus and their family, and now they don't have their church family either. Like it's just. Yeah. Anyway, so you should go to church, find a church that's open on Christmas Sunday. Oh, I guess this is coming out on the 27th. So hopefully you did that. Otherwise, I just shamed you. <laughs> we um, did warn people. Yeah, we pre- we yeah. pre-recorded this. And if you're like Jordan, you know, stop being so selfish and invite somebody over for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I love that because like you want your kids to like look forward yeah. to something. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing there. Um, OK, so here's the other thing. So we all talked about decoration. Uh, I think we all talked about decorations or somebody alluded to all. The- Chris maybe talked about decorations enough for all of us. But yeah. the point is we're all into decorating for Christmas. Yep. So talk to me real quick about whether or not Isaiah tells us not to bring cedar trees into our homes and decorate them and whether or not we're like Chris, by decorating a tree in your home, aren't you just paying homage to the fertility goddesses like a pagan? Aren't you aren't you being a pagan? <laughs> No, can not you at describe all. to everybody why you're being such a pagan? No, over we're, we're we're in the redemption business. That's what this is all about, right? Like, so the overwhelming message of this podcast is is take what's broken, reform it, and use it for the glory of God. So, yes, trees started as like some pagan, but like, does it mean that to me? Not remotely. In fact, and is that what God intended when He made evergreen trees? No, not no. A, not at all. Right? Exactly. He made it for, and they were very good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so, just because some pagan has tried to bastardize what is what was made for good doesn't mean that we have to follow their rules. You just Our, you just said bastard on a Christmas podcast, dude. <laughs> just said bastardized. Just <laughs> it's totally different. It's totally different. No, but no. The yeah. the, the truth is is that <clears throat> like. The world works in our way, not their way. Yeah. So right. what Christ says about things is what's reality. Yeah. Just because somebody else, some pagan says something the way they think it is, doesn't make that true. That's just a lie because it's not, it, it's the way Christ ordained the world. So when I put up a Christmas tree, I'm putting it up to celebrate the, I think you even said this in your, in your sermon, the fact that it's an evergreen tree that doesn't die, that lives for all the way through the season of death through the winter. That's right. That still is green, that still flourishes. And I'm decorating it, and I don't have Santa Claus on my on my Christmas tree. Not that, like, you know, I'm not saying Santa's bad or anything. But, like, we have angels. We have a nativity scene, you know what I mean? Like, and all those things. Because we're celebrating Christ, not Christmas as, a, as an entity itself. Christmas is Christ's birth, right? Like, so yeah. um, that's what we're celebrating. So when I look at the Christmas tree, I'm praising the Lord for the work he's done, right? And that's the whole reason I say celebrate this hard this is the one time of year that the pagan world joins in praising our king, right? Like, <laughs> right. go to a store. It's that view of like Paul in Acts 17 talking about the God that you worship is unknown, right? There is there is this sort of like when a pagan is singing Joy to the World along to the the, the mall, you know, sound Christmas soundtrack, they're declaring truth with their mouths that they don't understand, right? Quite frankly, I would even just say like when it comes to Joy to the World, most Christians are singing truths that they don't understand because it's, it's this post-millennial fullness of like far as the curse is found and like mm-hmm. even thorns and thistles being, you know, um, defeated uh, as the curse is reversed and all this. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that Christmas is this one beautiful time of year where 
it seems like everything smells like Christian victory. Like mm-hmm. it's, it, it just seems like that time of year. It reeks it, of it. Yeah, wait, like, yeah. Christian victory is wafting through the <laughs> air. <laughs> so Christmas victory smells like turkey and Cinnabon. Is what yes, you're amen. Yes, it does. And pine needles. That's right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting how when you think of a lot of Christians when it comes to cultural engagement, it is to disengage from it. Yeah. Whereas what we're actually saying is that, no, we need to be engaging, redeeming, making new, That's making right. better. Yeah. So it's like, yes, the world has twisted something. No, we're actually going to reclaim it yeah. and say, like, no, this belongs to Jesus, yeah. and we're going to worship it as such. That's and, right. And, but we see, though, in so, like even Halloween, I realize that's probably even more controversial, yep. but it's like we are of the perspective, my wife and I, that, no, we're going to participate in trick-or-treating because it's a way for our kids to see our neighbors, meet our neighbors, and for us to bless our neighbors. So we're trying to take this thing that people use as worshiping ghosts and witches and all that stuff, yeah. but we're trying to say, like, no, we're actually going to redeem it and use it for good kingdom advancement purposes. And so even like Christmas, yes. Could you say that pagans at one time, even today, use it as a means of idolatry? Sure. We don't. And right. we're going to reclaim right. it. Yeah. That's the story of Joseph. What you meant for evil, I, God intended for good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right? So Totally. And I think um, the the Halloween one is interesting. I, I was teaching my kids this year. It didn't really catch on. I'm waiting for when it does better is whenever people say happy Halloween, respond with uh, happy Reformation Day. <laughs> and then Quinn goes, if they ask me questions about it, I won't know all the answers. I'm just like, that's why I'm there. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I got my, I got my le- lectern right here. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I think that that's exactly right, is uh, we have to be looking for places. And, and I think that this is where um, maybe because of our eschatology or because of our optimism or whatever, like when we look at things, it's like, I love Christmas. I don't want to surrender that to the pagans mm-hmm. like that. I want that. That's going to be part of Christendom. Right. And so when I look at all of that stuff and I remember hearing, uh, I think it was the guys on the Kings Hall podcast when they were talking about art and entertainment and they were talking about football. Now they're talking about American football, Chris, so don't get too excited. Yes. Is the NFL like a godless institution yeah am i ready to abandon it no because i want that mm-hmm. like they don't get to have that mm-hmm. i want that and so i'm i want to reclaim the nfl i want to reclaim hockey night in canada i want to reclaim so these holidays that people enjoy our kids have a lot of fun when they get to dress up and they hang out with their neighbors actually mostly church folks every year we always have church folks over who kind of share our convictions on this and then join in with the neighborhood kids and then go around and then our kids and the church kids and the neighborhood kids all come into our home and sort through their candy together. And we give and you food teach them and the principles like of tithing. So they give you 10%. Like I actually, I do in, in our household economy. <laughs> Absolutely. We do. I go in and as my kids are sorting, I'm looking for the Twix bars generally. Yeah. Uh, and I take all their Twix. And you they also tie teach their like, Twix to me. Teach them socialism. So you'll take 80% and give <laughs> yes, them 10. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. And, and you will thank me for my benevolence. <laughs> no, we don't teach them socialism, Chris. But we do all that because I don't want the pagans to have that. I'm not going to retreat to my basement and watch Fireproof in dark with my lights off while the neighborhood kids get to enjoy, you know, something. I want to take that over and I want my kids to have that. Where does that mentality of like, we shouldn't celebrate, like, where does that come from? Is that just like reform theology, like going too far? Is that just like, help me understand? Because I actually don't understand people's worldview when they are anti-Christmas. I just don't get it. (laughs) 
I, I like I'm how you ask you a question and then you I'm smile just, at me. Like, I know that you, number one, you're going to answer this question long in a long winded sort of way. And then number two, you're going to say a bunch of stuff that I, I'm just trying to get you into trouble. Okay. I think it comes from two places. I think it comes from dispensationalism and Gnosticism in the church. And I think that the two are actually related. It comes from this idea and it actually comes like a great segue coming out of our paradigm shift what we have to remember is that we are embodied spirits. And so most Christians don't understand that. They, they have this feeling like the true me is the spirit that's trapped within my body. And when I go to heaven, I'm liberated and I go home. And you hear that all the time, right? This is not my home. I'm just passing through. That's a fundamentally flawed theology. This world is your home forever. Heaven, where you may end up if you die before the eschaton, is the temporary state. That's the place you're passing through. You end up here on this world. So I think the entire idea, and it actually goes all the way back, and you saw that like when Martin Luther um, was involved in the Protestant Reformation, one of the things that happened was his theology of the world changed. And so what he actually ended up doing, many people don't know this, is so he got his wife, Catherine von Bora, who was a nun, and he was a priest in a monastery. As his theology changed, and Martin Luther was post-millennial, by the way, as his theology changed, he had this rejection of monastic life. I'm not going to retreat from the world and pursue what's holy, because what the Protestant Reformation gave rise to was the holiness of everyday work. The tanner and the candlestick maker and all of these people were involved in holy work because whatever you do, do to the glory of God. So that's a really long-winded way of me saying that when we have this hard separation between what's spiritual and what's secular, we divide things. And so it's like we're willing to leave entertainment and sports and holidays to the pagans because all we really care about is the spiritual sanctification of the saints and you know a gospel that gets people a ticket to heaven but there's no theology of reclaiming the things of the earth the very physical things of the earth and so i think christians don't have a good category for the theology of a beautiful prime rib dinner and prime rib is beautiful because god gave man dominion over the earth and it says to take dominion right over the fish of the the sea and the birds of the air and the beasts of the field which also includes finding out that cows are delicious and certain parts of the cow are more delicious than others and when you cook them rare it's even more delicious <laughs> and as you discover those things right? You're actually interacting with the world in, in a way. See, that the world wants to interact with the world and say, I'm going to impose my meaning on everything that I, I discover. Whereas the Christian worldview is God created this for our discovery, and I'm a discoverer in God's world. What did he make cows for? And he made cows for milk and for leather and for prime rib. <laughs> and it's a beautiful so, animal. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Jan Mulder would say it's a beautiful animal. And so I, I just say all that stuff to say, like, the reason... Most Christians don't have a category for these things is because they have a secular sacred divide in their minds. It's very Gnostic in nature, and they don't have somewhere to put T-bone steaks, prime rib dinners, turkey, presents, home decor, right? They, they don't have a place to put all that, but all of that stuff fits into the Christian worldview because it's all made for something. It's all meant for something, not to be an idol, but to be used for the glory of God and for the furthering of his kingdom.
that that as much trouble as you wanted me to get into. Yeah, I actually thought you'd get in more trouble. <laughs> yeah, I fair enough. I was tame. I was tame. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. You're being nice. You're being nice. <laughs> yeah, never say I'm not jolly. Uh, well, that's, I, I mean, I don't know what else you want to say. That's our Christmas episode. Had, Do you want we, to say anything else? We had no plans. So that, yeah. was, that was it. So let me, let me ask you a question to, to finish it, both of you. So, ask Jordan. He uh, hasn't talked in a while. So it's not Christmas if you haven't done blank. Are you talking about me and my home? Yeah, just like for you uh-huh. specifically. It's not Christmas unless <clears throat> this thing happens. All right, this is, I'm probably going to get judged for this. <laughs> if I have not started listening to the Hanson Christmas album. Wow. Snowed in. Wow. <laughs> I was not hey, expecting. Right? You asked the right yeah. guy that question. That's we have, this Jordan is, that yeah, this is Honestly. <laughs> we, we now have hours of okay. ridicule. Just if you have not listened, if you oh, love Christmas no. and have not listened to the Hanson Christmas <laughs> album Snowed in. I I'm, literally haven't. So I, 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 you, you I didn't absolutely even know there was a Christmas album. Every person I've ever shared that to, and they're like, that is ridiculous. And they go, listen, the first song is so upbeat, so jolly, so good. So it is jolly. such a good album. I kid you not. So make fun of me until you go listen to it, and then wow. we'll talk. Yep. Right, so there it is. Fair enough. All right. You. Until I enjoy a glass of eggnog. Eggnog? I, what is I, can't this? Do it. I only eat. I only drink eggnog on Christmas Day. Actually, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But and I, I actually love it. But I will not drink it any other time of the year. It's so bad for you. So heavy. It's so all the, like it replaces a meal. But I love eggnog. Both of these answers have blown <laughs> my mind. Mine is. Have like, you had eggnog? Like you yeah, know what eggnog? Yes. Two people like have tried to give me eggnog recently. So our, delicious. Our former friends who moved to the states forced me to have eggnog at their house and I was like I almost like it made me sick. Now typically I'm just ill over Christmas anyway. So like <laughs> it's not like normal. So um, it may not have been the eggnog. And then our uh, our former administrator was like brought it into the church one day to be like, you need to try this. No, you haven't had good eggnog. And I was like, no, no, you don't understand my objection is that it's dairy with eggs in it. Forget it. Like I'm out I'm out just on like the idea of what it is. Like I don't drink milk if it expires a week from now. Like I'm out. Like um, so that's that's weird that I told, said that on the air. But anyway, for, right, for what, me, what about you? I feel like I'm the adult here. Um, <laughs> like, You're going to say a read the Christmas story, aren't you? No, you no, no. Jerk. No, gonna, I'm not going to okay. Jesus juke you. Okay. It's Bailey's with my coffee on Christmas morning. Mm, yeah. Like it's the one time a year I put something in my coffee. Yeah. Like mm. Bailey's is a Christmas thing. That is thing. very like, true. Yeah. And it's like, do you get like the original Bailey's or do you do yeah, the, yeah, just the, the mint one? Just the, 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 the mint, the mint Bailey's and coffee in the morning is very good. I didn't. The, the, that's the only thing about this year is like, because Christmas is on a Sunday and I got to preach and all that stuff, I will not, probably not <laughs> be um, showing up sloshed. <laughs> Just well, you don't get hammered. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. But no, so, but yes. It's absolutely. only nine in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. The apostles are I, not I, drunk as you suppose. I, it's only a lot because it's only the ninth hour. Of the I didn't even think of that. I probably would have put that in my coffee on, on the Sunday morning just because it's Christmas morning. Like, but now I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, I forgot about the idea of like, we're going to be at the church early Everybody's going to sniff Chris's... Uh, oh, they won't get this until uh, after Christmas, but uh, I'm going to be sniffing your uh, <laughs> your travel mug. Church on Christmas Day, though, is amazing. Yeah, like, totally agree. Like, I realize we haven't actually had the service yet, but like I remember the last time Dude, we did... Dude, we should it, have like, Bailey's at the coffee station. I'll, I'll bring it. I'm, I have no problems with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just saying. Do, do you think people... 
So now we're doing admin on air. Do you, th- do you think people would actually have a problem with that? Like, yes, I do think, I think so. Okay, we'll then have we won't. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wine for communion is one thing. Yeah. Bailey's in your coffee. And you're Irish, so that it won't stop with Bailey's. It's like, do you want a B52? Do you want an Irish coffee? Do you want the shots of the coffee? That's so good. This derailed quick. Yeah, it did. I'm not an alcoholic for you actually drink least out of everybody at this spot on this podcast. I, 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 could, I could easily abstain 364 year, days a year. Just like, not on Christmas Day. Just it's got to be Bailey. <laughs> Dave's mouthing something about you should be a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be more fun. <laughs> That's what Dave just said. People who are drinking, they'll find me much better looking. So <laughs> uh, full circle, boys. Full circle. Full circle. All right. All Merry right. Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Hope See you next week. <laughs>